we'll talk about some uh, interesting stuff that's always in the future, uh, although there's a good story behind us in the past, but the forward cautionary notes are there. We have the excellent opportunity to build upon a, um, a, a new start, if you like. We've got new management team, new money, new board of directors. We're able to bury very deeply into our uh, corporation series of values that'll actually, I think, be investor positive down the road. Where we're designing for safety, we're eliminating certain risks that are inherent in uh, underground mining operations. We're able to get it right now before we dig our first hole. We're able to actually engage with First Nations as a new company in a very positive way. And we just received today uh, a really nice letter from uh, Norway House uh, Cree Nation uh, on, on close to one of our properties on the Tower property. We've enjoyed uh, support from not only them, but the Manitoba government. So we think we're off to a very good start. Where we're located is the purple. We've got 4,500 square kilometers or so of ground. It's all highly prospective, not been looked at before. It's overlooked because it's underneath the limestone cap that occurs roughly across the middle of that map there to the south. So everybody knows the uh, greenstone, Flint Flon to Snow Lake resource, good positive place to look. However, below the Snow, uh, the snow Lake camp in that limestone covered area, very little is known about it. And we're making some exciting discoveries down there as part of our exploration program. For us, we've got three quite advanced stage projects. They're of varying size, but all very similar grade and similar type of uh, geology. We have narrow vein mines, uh, narrow vein deposits, steeply dipping around about the 80 degree mark. And they're all very close to the surface of the VMS. It's just how much limestone would there be under as you go further south. Uh, the rail is above limestone cover, has uh, only about 30 meters below surface where we first intersect uh, good ore. Uh, the Talbot and Tower have about 100 meters of limestone cover. The size of these deposits is also pretty interesting for us. If you look at the size uh, with regards historical, um, it, it, it's, a, it's a great district to go mining. The gold bars on this chart reflect how much resource Hud Bay had in their mines before they went mining. And the gray bar indicates how much they mined when they eventually shut the mine down. And on average in that district, the mines grow by about 2.4 times their initial resource by the time they close down. And the blue bars on there are the resource sizes that Rockcliffe has available to it at the moment. And that's before we've restated any resources with that uh, uh, $20 million investment that we got to spend on um, drilling between six months of last year and the 12 months of this year. So we're anticipating being able to grow those uh, significantly. But look at the size of them already. They're already up at the top end, uh, particularly for the, the Talbot and the tower. Um, our, our one called rail there in the middle, we never drilled below 200 meters as part of our effort to make sure we got 100% ownership of it through an option agreement with HUD uh, Bay. We now have 100% of that uh, property and we're looking forward to um, increasing that significantly with our next resource statement. As we released on Friday, some pretty interesting results showed going down at this stage to at least 500 meters, 
and extending to the south and we haven't closed off in either direction. So we're anticipating a minimum doubling of the size of that resource. I think if you've got a good jurisdiction and you've got a good metal, the important thing then is do you have the right people? And for us, what I want to point out is the, the large experience. Um, my particular background, not exploration. Uh, I've been with major mining houses throughout uh, the world, I guess, three different continents. I've uh, built mines, I've shut them down. Um, and I've been with the major mining houses. So we've learned good discipline on capital control and on uh, due diligence around exploration, understanding the uh, geology before we make investment decisions. And my last role was president of uh, Lonman in South Africa. It's the world's third largest platinum producer where we had about 25,000 employees, nine mines and five mills, etc. So large, large organizations. And the reason I came out of retirement is I want to build a company that I think reflects the future rather than the past. So our team has been built that way. We've maintained our geologists that's pulled all the uh, ground together that you've seen there. So we're very happy that Ken's staying on. Uh, we've got Chris Stackhouse from uh, Guiana Gold. Great experience on how to raise money, do project controls, build a project, bring it through commissioning and into production. And he's come for round two with us. And our most recent recruit on the management team, Mike Romaniak, just taken him as, uh, from Stantec as the mine lead uh, for uh, North America. So good to have someone from that side over on our side. His previous experience was with uh, Glencore and uh, Falconbridge. So lots of good experience building mines around the world too. Our board is also particularly strong. We have uh, Don Christie, he uh, heads up Norvista Capital. Important thing about that is they, they're the ones that brought in our uh, leased mill that allows us to get into production very fast. And they brought in the tower property, which is beginning to expand with our current drill program. Mark Sawyer is actually one of the two co-founding partners of Greenstone Capital, source of our money. Very experienced with Rio Tinto and Extrata and understands the business development, legal side, and, and particularly structuring new companies. They're on their second go at Greenstone Capital, second fund. Petra Desha joins us. Uh, she's past career includes VP of Finance and Treasury at Franco Nevada, invaluable resource for us. Finally, Gord Graham, very experienced gentleman at the moment out of Saskatchewan, uh, understands project management and the issues of building projects in the north. So we're very pleased with that. The potential issue we have is because of the structuring and how we got our $20 million, um, the shareholding is quite tightly held between Greenstone Capital, 42%, and Novista at about 25%. The retail, therefore, is fairly slender, but we have been able to show very decent volumes on the CSE. Um, I think just Friday we were up over half a million without a change in our share price. So. We're beginning to get our story told. Uh, management at the moment, we're shut out from buying. We would love to be buying, but with, uh, we have uh, at the moment eight drills turning in uh, northern Manitoba. Results are coming at us almost daily, and we'll have two more drills turning uh, in the next couple of weeks. So too much inside data to allow us to trade. 
and we're stuck down at around about the 1.8% or so for management. And I think the summary then, I have one minute left. Summary is that we believe we can have a bankable feasibility study in front of the board by the end of this year. Our permits will be ready. Our financing should be in place. We should be able to begin, begin construction on one of those three deposits, depending how they rank up. Uh, by the first quarter of next year, we intend to be under construction. We don't understand yet any reason why we can't be there. Um, we need very low capital to get in there because there were near surface portal ramp developments and uh, there'd be very mobile camps move from one mine to the next. So the whole nimble, agile approach that we bring says uh, small capital, quick return, move to the next mine.